Are you ready to open your private practice this summer and make the leap into entrepreneurship? Introducing Make the Leap, our new offering by the Successful Nurse Coaches. Make the Leap is a four-month group coaching program that is designed to help you create your first paid client. Join our experienced lead coaches, Sean and Amy, as they guide you through the Successful Nurse Coach Method, helping you create your first paid client in 30 days or less. Not only will you get access to our course that teaches you all the things on how to create clients in a non-icky way, will also be personalized mentorship, weekly group calls, and actionable steps to launch your business from just beginning into the Paid Coach Club. Since we are not running new mentorship groups this summer, we didn't want to leave those of you who are ready to begin hanging out in space waiting for the next group to start. This group is a great way for new coaches who have yet to begin their coaching practice or for coaches who have five paid clients or less. This is the most affordable way to work with our team. So be sure to check out the link in the bio. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. On this podcast, Laura and Shelby, both board-certified nurse coaches, show you how to make as much money as you want in private practice as a nurse coach. Hello, everybody. It is Shelby here on the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast, and I am joined today with Laura, and we are going to be tackling... Mm, one of like the biggest buzz phrases in our community, which is our, the thoughts and feelings and all of the everything surrounding coaching for free. And if you felt your palms get a little sweaty before listening to this episode, then this episode is for you. This is something that we've heard just so much. And we have, of course, lots of thoughts and educated opinions around this topic. Um But before we jump into that, I wanted to put on your radar that we are having a bookkeeping workshop about best financial practices hosted by our wonderful bookkeeper, Erin Mize. She does our books. She's been doing our books for a really long time, and she does a lot of the nurse coaching community's books. So she is well-versed not only in bookkeeping and taxes, but around our specific needs as coaches and as Mm -hmm. nurse coaches as well. So that is going to be on the 28th. Go ahead, check out our website. You can register there. Um, Also, the information is in our Facebook group. So that ties in to this topic a little bit around coaching for free. Let's give Aaron a job to track things (laughs) for us. And yeah, I just, oh my gosh, there's so much, there's so much to say around this topic, but I do want to kick off and and kind of like ground us into the fact that if you feel in your heart that you should coach for free, that that likely means that you are swimming in your life's purpose. And that is a good thing. That is a good thing. And so it's holding the duality of the reality that the world that we live in and getting paid for our services. And also knowing that if we lived in a different reality, if that reality was that coaches were (laughs) taken care of by society, then hell yeah, we would all coach for free and it would be freaking awesome. Um, But yeah, Laura, what are your, what is your top thought around this topic? I feel like we insert, we do pro bono coaching. So it's something that we actually are introduced to pretty early. 
And then we move into, we graduate, we move into the quote unquote real coaching world. And there is lots of different frames of thought around coaching for free. And, uh, you know, Shelby and I, when we launched this successful nurse coach company, we had had different business coaches and we continued to enroll into different business containers, not because we were trying to find clients, but because we wanted to find out in the coaching world, how are other people mentoring people to do this? And so there's lots of different thoughts on free coaching and discovery calls and the prosperous coach method. And uh, there's even a, a, a new kind of buzz around, you should never give coaching away for free, know your worth, blah, 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 like that kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. So it can get confusing. And what I see is that people just don't know if they're, if it's right or wrong, or they're doing, if it's bad or good, or their intentions are aligned or, or misaligned, and it can feel muddy. And so I wanted to acknowledge that if you go Google, should I coach for free? I don't, I haven't Googled that. So I'd be interesting to see what comes up, That <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get a lot of different answers. And so the, this podcast, what we're going to say is specifically for nurse coaches, specifically for healer archetypes, specifically for people coming from a medical background. I think that the paradigm that we have could be slightly different than the, the regular world. And so that's the lens we're going to deliver this through is what we've seen works best for, for our community. With mm -hmm. uh, exploring a lot of other communities, this isn't myopic. It's inclusive. I mean, we're constantly looking at different different things. Still, like we both just had access to to different ways that entrepreneurs teach coaches how to do this. And what we're finding is that the ones that are really good kind of all say the same thing, which is yeah, which is helpful for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think also too, we've been on the experiencing end of being in a proposal process with a lot of different coaches as well. Yes. Ones that offer a free coaching thing on the front end to see if you're a good fit. Some that literally just announce on social media. Like I recently invested like 5,500 bucks in a coaching container that has a lot of people in it that I never have talked to her, the, the lead of the space yeah. other than in DMs. And then like we've invested in a business mentor strategist same thing. He he didn't get on a call and sell us. He completely relied on our intuition to be like, you'll know yeah. if this is the right space for you. And so I think if we can just go ahead and remove the right and wrongness of how you mm -hmm. approach it, then this conversation becomes a lot easier. And it th then the question is like, what feels best for you? Yeah. And we'll get into even a little bit about how we start all of our clients with the successful nurse coach method, because that's what feels best for most. And it's a blueprint. We color all over the blueprint. We color outside of the mm -hmm. lines. We individualize all the time. And we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, however, uh, I kind of do want to touch on how coaching for free can be really awesome, especially if you have a one-on-one -on -one only practice. It, it allows you to be in control of who is in your bubble because you're going to be spending a lot of time with them. If you have a one-on-one -on -one only practice, you're likely providing a really high level of support to a small group of people. And it's important that all of those clients are 10 out of 10. And I would recommend that you would do like some sort of interviewing process for a couple of years while, while you yeah. fine tune that process. Um, and then on the other side of the coin, I hear, we hear this phrase of like, 
I just want to coach for free. And that can be rooted in some limiting money beliefs that could be rooted in wounded healer archetypes of like, Mm -hmm. I, I have to just give and give and give and give with no energetic exchange of the monetary kind to support yourself so that you can continue to give. And I think that's what I want to touch on next is like, when this actually isn't in service, when you shouldn't be coaching for free and how in turn that makes it not in service for your client either. Like in our, for example, in our successful nurse coach method, it's very close to the prosperous coach to where we say, give a session away for free. You're kind of, you have some creativity on how long that session is and then make a proposal on the second call. And it's very intentional because if then if you're like giving away six sessions for free and then trying to do a proposal it's off, right? Like it's hard to transition into a paid space. Um, but we see this, (laughs) I'll, I'll have clients come to call sometimes and they're like, Shelby, I, I don't be mad at me, but I, I ended up doing four sessions for free instead of the two. And like, that's, that's a Mm -hmm. red flag moment of like, okay, there's something else going on here. We felt uncomfortable in the proposal. We felt weird about the proposal. Like, tell me more about what's going on. Um, but what's been your, what's been your experience with that when it's not in service to our coaches? I think, well, I'm, I'm going to zoom back to younger Laura and, and early, just my own personal experience with this. And if I needed to keep offering free coaching, it was probably because I secretly didn't believe that I could serve them in a way that was valuable. Mm -hmm. And I was postponing that. Um, the other would be somebody who probably mostly needed therapy. And I was trying to figure out if I could make it work in a coaching container. When you cast a wide net to strangers, and this is what I did when I started my practice, was just, I would coach anybody and everybody. And then I would have a certain people in front of me who really, um, either they had mental health problems, both sessions were so wildly different that I invited them into a third because I still didn't understand what I was working with. So I think a lot of times, um, in the beginning, it can just be our, and I didn't have a mentor at that time. I didn't have my coach at that time. So that would have been helpful. But I think that in the beginning, if we find ourselves keep offering free coaching, it's usually has something to do with our own confidence and just lack of experience. So it's not wrong. It's not terrible. It's not bad. Um, It's just not really helpful to do that without moving forward and through it Mm -hmm. for, for a long period of time. Um, and then I found that, you know, for free coaching sessions, people, they know show 40% of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So th- that's frustrating and not fun. And uh, it's part of the the game. It's part of what to expect. But if you continually free coach four or five sessions and they have a half and half show up rate, then you're serving someone for months for free right. with no energetic exchange. And that can get uh, weird fast too. I feel like I went off topic, Shelby. No, you what answered was- it. You okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I circled uh, back around. I don't you, know. I was just uh, yeah. You you landed the plane. Um cool. yes, I agree with you of of whenever we host and I think it could be important on how we frame it too, right? If you reached out to 50 people and were like, "Hey, I'm doing free coaching hours this month." Your turnout rate's probably way less than if you framed it as like, "Hey, I have a few spots in my practice for pro bono coaching and I would love to gift one of them to you." Yes. One of them feels more precious than the other. And mm-hmm. um, we highly encourage and give lots of scripts around how to phrase that offering whenever you're new, because you're, it's all foreign, right? We're making it up or you're making it up as you go along. 
Uh, but there's there's a definite it feels different whenever it feels like there's not a hundred spots available as you're getting your your yeah. wheels going in your practice. Yeah, yeah. And we'll I'll give you kind of our prior our most used in general script for this is if this if you're doing this in a post or you were sending this in a message, is like, hey, I am building my practice on word of mouth and referral only. So every month I give away a few free sessions to uh, people that I'm inspired by. And I mm-hmm. thought of you. And is there a day next week that we can meet for our first session? So we don't say, I'd love to give you two free sessions because we want people to try out for that second session. First session, you can schedule it. And then at the end of that session, you can say, hey, I want to, I would love to have another call with you. I'm going to assign homework and it needs to be done before you come to the next call. Are you in? So then you're further qualifying them. Uh, to get into that second call before you make the proposal at the end of the of that second call. And uh, that's different than, hey, my mentor is charging me with doing 50 coaching sessions this month free. <laughs> that's fine too. That's like a different vibe, right? It's like if you're in the coach your ass off phase where you're just like, I want to see how many hours I can coach this month, it will result in clients. And if you do it that way, that's another way that can work. It's just a little bit different, right? And so you'll you'll have different experiences with both ways. Yeah. I was totally the latter, by the way. Like I used my coach as a scapegoat regularly to get me (laughs) to do things and to like, for, to take the awkwardness out of it for me. And if I could go back and do it again, I would just like tell myself of like, you are qualified. You can do this. You don't have to practice you are a real nurse coach. You can do it for real. You can offer it for real and it'll be okay. Your people will say yes. The people who want to say yes will say yes, regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, either works. If you coach 50 hours, I can guarantee your first 10 grand is in there for sure. For sure. Yeah. And I think the the other, and I might be getting a little bit off topic, but a nice segue to this is um, you are, uh, if you come out of cert, you've done your 40 hours of pro bono coaching, if you can listen intently, try to love them unconditionally and hold them to the agreement at the beginning of the container, it's going to transform their lives. You do not need to know every single technique that you learned in coaching cert to deploy on every single coaching call. Those are all, that would be like the other 20%. 80% is going to be curiosity and deep listening. And then all of the fancy things that you learn in coaching and or techniques that you can learn about coaching are going to fit into that other 20%. So just Mm -hmm. know when you come out of cert, you're 80% there. And then you spend the next 20 years, like incrementally creating more capacity to serve different people in different ways. Yeah, for sure. I was fixing to say, I was like, man, if someone quizzed me on all of the techniques that we learned in certification, I would fail. Like I wouldn't, right? I wouldn't, I wouldn't pass for, and, and I'm still a really good coach too. Um, I know for me that if I get too caught up on like the logistics on how to coach, I, I get lost in the sauce and to where, like, if I rely on my own comfort level and just holding space for people that is way more potent for me yeah trying to deploy all these little nitty-gritty things and i also know that i learned by watching other coaches do their job super well like that's my most potent way to learn is by watching somebody else do it and then i can like inhale it alchemize it for my own and then you know use it in my own coaching spaces that way 
That is why group business coaching for 99% of people is 100% better than one-on-one business coaching because you observe another coach coaching. You're not mm-hmm. just the client. You get to actually observe somebody do what you want to do like an apprentice for a year. It's so valuable. Shelby and I always say this. I coach just like my first coach, Christina. She coaches like her first coach. Um, obviously, we've, we've created our own flavors and styles and we incorporate other mentors we've had, but they laid the foundation kind of showing us like, how do you be a professional coach? Mm -hmm. What do you look like? How do you talk? How much silence do you have? How spicy can you be? Can you be a bitch? Can you be not be a bitch? (laughs) It's it. That's because we just don't know. You don't know until you're in it. So, um, off, we're off topic. Coming back to uh, free coaching, uh, how, what did your first coach think about free coaching? What was her? Oh, she was a hard pass on all of it. Her, she did more like the discovery call approach to where it was yeah. like twenty minutes, and it was very um, find the pain point and tell them that you can help them, and then make a proposal. Okay. And to be honest, that's what's exactly what she did with me. She asked me a little bit about me. She was like, what's nurse coaching? Okay. I think I understand. What do you want your business to look like? And I told her I want it to be remote. I want to operate off social media and I want my practice to be completely online. And she goes, okay, I can help you with that. I have an eight week program starting in like August. Do you want to be a part of it to where I can walk you through the process of how to, how to do this? And I was like, Sure. And like, that was, that was it. That was the entire proposal process. It wasn't like this deep, intense coaching experience with her. And, um, I appreciate now like the brevity of that, right. Too. Like there's, um, there's a lot to be learned from, from that. And I think it was like an $1,800 investment for eight weeks. It was pretty low. Yeah. So I was just like, meh. I can work a couple shifts and repay that if I needed to. Yeah. That that was my mindset at the time because she supported me through a lot of the beginning stages of coaching nurse coaches too. And I learned a lot from her. She's like, there's not one way to do this. There's a hundred ways to do this, but like what feels best and what's in highest service to the people you're working with. Um, She, I referred a lot of nurse coaches to her in the beginning and she told me she didn't like working with them because they were too... (laughs) in their feminine. And she's like, I can't, like, I'm not their person to walk them through this process. I think that you are their person to walk them through this process. Um, and she helped me on the back end, but, uh, she was very diligent on like, don't coach any more than like one or two meetings. Like that's, that's max. Yeah. Two is even probably out of alignment. And so, um, what did, what did Christine think about it? Well, she, I think she shifted, but she was two hours. It was a uh, six months for 12,000. So it was a big, bigger investment. Obviously to me at that time, it was huge and uh, a higher price than ours is now. So it was quite an investment for six months, but it was two hours on the front end, two hours on the back, four hours of free coaching before we signed. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's excessive. I don't think that's necessary. I think that it's not bad and you definitely are going to know who they are and you can cultivate your space. Um, I think that it was, I started doing calls like that, but if you're not charging more than $10,000, I just don't think that that's the right first move. And that's why we, we offer uh, two free calls. First one's an hour. Second one can be up to an hour. Um, but we try to include the client having to take some action. And, and Christina did that too. She elicited action for from me that I had to do in the first 48 hours after the enrollment call. Yeah. And 
Yes, it was great. It was it was a good experience. Um, and it's kind of, I think we took both of our styles and that's how we made the successful nurse coach method. Mm-hmm. And um, really quickly, for those of you who maybe are just tuning in, I'll go really quickly over what we recommend. I know we've said it a thousand times, and then we'll talk about the fact that you won't be doing this forever. So while you start your practice, you're two, two new things at the same time. You're a new coach and a new entrepreneur, right? So you're doing two things simultaneously on these discovery calls and or powerful conversation number one, which is what we call it. And you are coaching and simultaneously you are selling your coaching. And that can be a lot for a new coach to straddle. So that's why we break it into two. So that powerful conversation number one is all about serving. We give you structure on how to how to do that first call. Then you elicit action from your client so that by the time they come back to their second call, their homework has already created value in their life. And then in the second call, you are doing more selling, less coaching. Yeah, And it makes it easier for your brain to separate the two so that when you're inviting and serving, you're not worried about you making money, overcoming objections, all the other things, because it's going to make you nervous and, and pull you out of being centered and grounded for your client. Mm-hmm. And then over time, you just basically do that process in one call because you figure out how to do it quicker and faster and you get better at it. So usually we see people doing that after they've had like eight, nine, 10 paid clients, they'll switch to and we'll tell them, I think you could probably go down to one call and, and we're also trying to save them their time too. Right. And usually the way it goes is like people do this, the, the, the two call method from anywhere from like six months to a year. Like that's yeah. genuinely how long it takes to learn and find comfort in that process. And then they'll come to a call and be like, Shelby, I'm over it. I don't want to do these two calls anymore. They've usually gotten a few yeses in a row their confidence is up. And then I'm like, all right, like we have a different framework that we can slip into. We have a strategy for that and let's try this on. And they usually end up, they're ready. They're, they're, they're ready to like condense those calls. And I think that just after you put in several hours of proposals, you know, what type of person you have in front of you and you know how to powerfully support them quickly. And I, yes. I always admire coaches that can like see where my brain is trying to go. And they're like, nope, bring it back here. Bring it back to the vision. That's an erroneous thought. I love when people do that to me because I don't even know that I'm like often resistance yeah. land, you know? And um, like recently, <laughs> recently we upgraded, I guess you could say our package with our business strategists and on the back end of things, like our business is thriving and completely well, but like our cash flow is lower than it's been in months past. And we told him, we were like, oh man, it feels really uncomfy to upgrade because of X, Y, and Z. And he just responded with like, oh, that's how the universe works. It's asking you to trust. And like, that's, <laughs> that's literally all he said, y'all. He didn't, he didn't like be like, tell me more or why, or t- he didn't validate like our fear in a sense of like, giving it more power than it already had, right? He just said, oh, that's how it works. And so if this is in alignment for you, the offer still stands. And guess what we did? We invested more. Like that's exactly what we did, you know? And yeah. so- Because um, he's right. And we knew, we read that and we knew he was right. Like we could feel it. Yeah. Um, We could feel him and his intention. And this is what we walk our clients through all the time. And it's, it's actually quite fun to- experienced that at this stage, Shelby. It was like really humbling and fun to walk through it and then still choose faith. 
you know, yeah. still choose belief instead of fear. I know. Absolutely. I feel like we are getting a big invitation just to be refreshed <laughs> into practicing what we preach in this, oh, in yes. this season. And it's so funny to even talk about that because again, we both have multiple years of nursing salary in the bank right now for both of us. Like it, it's not even actually scary at all. It's all perceived. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it's, I'm like, oh, we're just getting another initiation. We haven't had yes. some of these in a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so good. Um, so there's there's a lot of nuance here, which is probably what's coming through uh, at this moment. But I wanna I wanna put a line in the sand with you guys as well to know if you are in resistance land, which is a term I just coined on this podcast. Um, this does not come up as much as it used to. So either nurse coaches who have this frame don't message me anymore because I'm so spicy about it. Um, but I can imagine that it still exists out there. So whenever people tell me that they want to coach for free and they don't have any wiggle room around that belief, like they genuinely just want to coach for free. Um, I tell them to go coach for free. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to like convince people that they need to get paid for their coaching, but what ends up happening is that they coach for free and nobody shows up because no one sees any value in, in free coaching, especially strangers, right? They don't know you. They don't like you. They don't trust you. Why are they going to show up to transform their life when that's really difficult? They don't have any skin in the game. Mm-hmm. And I do think that there is some intertwined, mm, like limiting belief here. If you're trying to not make it about the money, you're inherently making it about the money, right? Yeah. If you're trying to coach for nothing and you're trying to do all these things. You're making it about the money, which is then also making it about you and not your client. And time and time and time again, because we've walked so many nurse coaches in in increasing their prices, right? We we give you a baseline price of like $1,500 for 12 weeks with an eventual goal of having 3000 for 12 weeks or 5000 for six months, you know, like we, we walk you through this process and I have heard time and time again of whenever people increase their prices, they get better results with their people. Yes. And there's a sweet spot of not overcharging just because you can, but like still being in service. And so also we tinker with that as well. Um, but I do not think coaching for free all like for the entirety of your container is in service to people. I really, really don't. No, I I don't either. There's very few exceptions to this energetically. There are exceptions to this. There would be people in your community that are going through crazy financial hardship, which is uh, circumstantial and fleeting, and yet they have the commitment and the fortitude to change their life and it could all align and it could work, uh, but that's going to be probably like a a one to 2% part of the population. The coach has to be financially secure. Right. Completely in order to right. be able to provide that for people. Yeah. And that can be if if you want to be that, which I still do some versions of this sometimes, um, which still might mean that ass. I haven't quite figured it out yet mm-hmm. of uh, I wanted to make enough money so that when somebody really needed me that couldn't afford me, that I could, that I had the freedom to choose to do that. And I know a lot of you have that too, that you feel like nurse coaching is only for the privileged or nurse coaching is only for the middle class. And yes, I would say that's probably true Mm -hmm. in private 
to hire a private nurse coach or a private life coach, it is going to be at a price point that is going to mostly attract people in the middle class, professional people, people that do have income. And if your heart is to serve a different community, make that your your year three goal. But we have to put oxygen on your business first. You have to have money in the bank and have no fear of your own finances. Make sure your own family is taken care of before we can create something sustainable and wonderful and innovative to help that other population of people, which maybe would be in the form of starting a nonprofit, right? Like there's so many ways we can give back and do, and I don't want to, we don't want to squash that. That's not free coaching. That's like an advanced level of serving your community through a mission that is driven by your financial success in your practice, which doesn't come from free coaching. Right. Yeah. And I even, as you're talking, like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs comes to mind and like folks that are in crisis, not a lot of them qualify for coaching because coaching is future focused, right? We're, we're learning, we're learning to fine tune and how do we make life the best it can possibly be. It's really hard for folks to tap into that if they're like insecure about where their housing is or their food or their water or clothing, like basic needs aren't met. And so even thinking about serving those communities in your third year of practice, when you can actually do that, it might be coaching, but it also might be just like donating financial resources to a nonprofit or creating a nonprofit that already has the systems in place to be able to support people in this spot. Right. (sighs) Yeah. I, I know that nurses in particular, we have hearts of gold and that is completely on purpose that you are here to build capacity, to hold a large income so that more good people in the world can have financial resources to be able to do things like this. Like it's, it's all completely on purpose. We just, um, like Laura said, have to put oxygen on you and your business first, and then we get to be creative what we do with the excess. Yeah. Yeah. So free coaching that is serving the purpose of giving you reps of hours of coaching calls and powerful conversations is valuable. Free coaching that is the beginning of a potential professional relationship with a client is beneficial. Free coaching that is happening because you're insecure or you're unsure how to sell, not in service to you, not in service to your client. Yeah, totally, totally. And we try to break these rules semi-frequently too, right? Like I yeah. feel like we, we test them out every now and again, just to make sure that they're still true. So even in our, our business, anytime that we have made special exceptions on yes. literally anything financial in our business, it always blows up. Like I can't mm-hmm. think of a time honestly, that it didn't. Oh, and, and if it doesn't blow up, because actually not every not everything blows up, but it's like those clients never, like it, their business never gains any traction if we're constantly like bending. And we bend, but like bending repetitively over and over to to meet people in their story. I won't even say where they're at, but to meet them in their story, I think is where we've gotten lost in the soup sometimes yeah. as well. 
I think if you, I'm going to use, we were talking about this earlier before we started recording. Uh, my husband is, uh, we have a short-term rental that my husband manages and his mentor and a lot of people in the real estate industry will say, whatever Airbnb's policy is, follow it. Like no matter what, it doesn't matter if someone dies. It doesn't matter if someone is sick, like you just have to follow the policies. And there's these stories of every time you don't follow the policy, it it always ends up the client's not happy and you're getting screwed. Like it's, it never ends up well for anybody. And I think about that, like with our business, I think every time that I've been accommodating which probably to be brutally honest meant that I bought into some portion of the story of the client and I went into help mode, helper mode or Mm -hmm. to uh, what's the, uh, in the drama triangle, it's savior, right? Is it a, yeah. The hero. Yeah. Hero. Right. So to be quite honest and calling myself out here, my well-meaning heart of nursing, heart of gold, wanting to help you guys every time that I have tried to help instead of serve in the form of making it easier or more accessible financially for someone to get into our program. We've never discounted it, given it away for free. We were really strict about that, but made it so that the terms were more favorable. It didn't work. It didn't yeah. work for them. It didn't work for us. And it just, the, the energy of the whole thing didn't feel aligned. And if we can give you that to rest your practice on of create agreements with your coach and your mentor, create your own policies. And if you're thinking about bending them, seek counsel. Yeah. Yep. So just check, see if you're, if you're going into hero mode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's so well-intentioned, right? Like it's so, yes. it's so well-intentioned, <laughs> which makes it not make sense. Oh man. Cause like, yeah, I I'll just leave it at that. It's so well-intentioned. And it sucks that it blows up, right? Yes, I want to be proven wrong because it sucks. I love helping. Yeah, it sucks that it doesn't (laughs) work out. But I think that there's, I like the distinction that you made there of like helping versus serving, and they're different. And as coaches in the coaching role, we are here to serve. We are not meant to 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 help in in this dynamic. I think that there's other ways that we can help and like do all yeah. the extra bells and whistles, right? Um but just like the if you can learn from us and take this lesson, please do, but I know most of you are going to need to learn this the hard way. <laughs> and that's okay too because obviously we are as well, but mm-hmm. um it's mm, having skin in the game especially when you're running groups, everybody having the same energetic financial commitment is also really important as well. Like it's, it's not fair if someone gets in at 10 K and then everybody else got in at six K, like it'll just be off. And then the coaching calls will be weird as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Money is energy. And by discounting somebody's, the amount of energy somebody needs to put into the container with you is subconsciously telling them, I don't believe enough in you to be resourceful enough to pay me in full. So I'm going to make it easier. Mm-hmm. It's not a great way for a coach to, to see a client, right? Because we see our clients as whole and we see them as what's possible. And if they're hiring you, um, they can and will be able to get the resources to pay you for your services. Right. It may not just be right now, right? It might be right. in six months or a year. And there's a lot of power in that too, of like, it's not working right now. So let's honor that. 
in the process of them figuring it out for a whole year, there's there's so many good nuggets in there yeah. as well. Yeah. Give me some stories of people. I have a few stories we can share, like some case studies around this of coaching for free of, of somebody doing too much of it. And I also have a story of somebody not wanting to do it at all. Kind of that the other side mm. of it. But do you have a, a story uh, or kind of a case study around somebody who was giving a lot of free coaching away? Yeah. They weren't making any money in their practice. And this is, right. gosh, every person <laughs> who has been sneakily coaching up to like four or five free sessions. And then they eventually out themselves to me on a group call of of like, I, I, I've been giving away more coaching than you, than you're aware of. And um, <laughs> it's never bad. Like if you're ever in our coaching containers, we're never going to like rake you over the coals for this. Um, it's just like the quicker you can be honest, the quicker we can like dive into it and like what's really going on. So, um, but they always come and they're, they're a little sheepish and they're like, I haven't, I haven't been following the process. And now I've gotten myself in this weird hole of where I don't know how to propose from session four. I don't know how to propose from right. session six. And to be honest, it ends up being a wash most of the time. Yes. Yeah. Well, right. Cause like it's, it would be if, if uh, a guy came and knocked at my door today and said, Hey, I will mow your lawn $20, uh, $20 to come mow your lawn. Or if a guy said, Hey, I'll come mow your lawn six times for free. I would trust the dude that was trying to charge me. Like if a dude was yeah. trying to come mow, <laughs> mow my lawn for free, like why? why? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I know that I've given advice recently to some of my clients of like, coaching a like a magnet of some sort so like the owner of a gym or the owner mm -hmm. like like coaching people with status with intent of like coaching them for two times the the mark is really clear mm -hmm. but you're not going to propose to them you're going to exchange to like get you know they refer people to you or or something so there's a little bit more nuance there i don't want uh my clients listening to this to be like but you said <laughs> said what I said there. That's why there's a whole bunch of nuance here. Um, but, and then other, I've had other people who have been in the enrollment process with us like a couple of years ago that are like, I just want to coach for free. I don't ever want to charge. I don't need to charge. I'm financially well, but then they like, couldn't get anybody to show up for calls. Yeah. So, um, again, it just, it falls flat and, um, in all lessons learned, right? It, it it structures your framework on why you will charge and why your policies now are informed on why yeah. you have them in place moving forward. Yeah. The the other side of this is is I had a client in the past who uh, I think we'd only been coaching her for eight weeks, and she had gone. To, she had been playing with the powerful conversation number one and two, and she'd actually gotten two clients, which is great for your first eight weeks. So she's doing, she was moving right along and she went to another coach's free seminar all about, uh, being, I think it was like a powerful feminine thing where you never give away free coaching and that's so energetically bad. And if any coach tells you to do that, then they're wrong. And, and so she got really pissed off that I had misled her and decided she was going to try this other way and left a container and then uh, six months later, she was not coaching anymore, right? Because yeah. it just, and, and the reason I see that not working is because when you're coming from like, the world owes me something, I'm so great. I have this service, the world owes me, as opposed to 
I'm going to serve the world. And by serving the world, naturally money will flow back to you. That's that's the place you want to start from. Mm-hmm. So it's how do we serve, not help? How do we empower, not solve problems for? If if this was a charity, how do you teach a village how to create clean water and not just deliver clean water? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the the vibe that I want to give across to you is that you have to ask yourself, why are you coaching for free? What is the intention? And just getting really clean with that and making sure it's in service to you and your client. Mm-hmm. And um, if you want to, if you want a boundary, two free sessions, that's it always. That could yeah. be your policy. For sure. <clears throat> well, that feels like a really great place to end it. Yeah. I think I, I had one more thing I wanted to say, but it kind of like opens up a whole other can of worms. And I think we're probably at 45 minutes on this episode <laughs> right now. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, let us know in, in the Facebook group of what's been potent on this episode. I really love whenever you guys play with us and, and tell me like yeah. what's in resonance for you on the back end. Um, cause Laura and I could talk to each other all day about this stuff, but we want it to be relevant for you. So let us know in the Facebook group, the successful nurse coaches, we'd be happy to have you there and just like what lands for you. That'd be super helpful. Um, also if you've made it to the very end of this podcast, I have one more ask for you just, um, just like, so we can gauge it. Can you download this episode instead of just listening to it, just streaming it? So if you go into your podcast app and you press download just for this one, so I can get like some cool numbers on the back end. I would love to know how many people actually listen to to our episode. We have this really cool number of like 50,000 downloads, but um, apparently it, the listens could be way more than that and there's no way to track it. So this is my one attempt, my one ask to track that a little bit better. And yeah, come join us for our bookkeeping workshop on the 28th. We would love to have you. Information's on our website and in the Facebook group as well. Anything else you want to add before we wrap up? No, just go out there and coach for free and, and then get paid get for paid. it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. All right. Thanks, we'll, guys. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.